Hi guys. Okay. Hello. Welcome to episode thirteen of the Auracast. I'm your one of your hosts, Dragon Bees, joined by, as always, Cinder Shots. Hello. If uh, I had, if I was looking away from the camera, it's because I was answering another amazing question from my other half. It was well, great. But but well, before we get into that, look, we're just gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna roll into the intro, and I'll give you this to think about while we're in the intro. If you're standing in a lift and it go and and you're riding up in the lift, does that count as you're flying? Have a oh. think. Hello. So. No, you're not flying. No, you're not flying. Riley's just a twat. Anyway. This is the this is this is the conversation we were having while we were in pre like pre stream. One that just happened before we just started. What? What was the latest one? Is a house technically a pokeball? Is a house technically a pokeball? Yeah, but a, po a Pokemon doesn't live in a Pokeball because it's just a it's a tr it's a form of transport, really. When you look at it, so is a Pokeball a car? Well, no, oh God, I'm, I'm, I'm no, well, no, because it hasn't got wheels. Welcome to the Auracast. Uh, it's episode <laughs> episode thirteen um, with your host Dragon Beast, and also joined by Cinder Shots. That's not my line. Don't worry about it. So, um, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's been my existence. Uh, have a wonderful, <laughs> have a wonderful rest of twenty twenty, and we'll see you next year. No, um, so this is uh, <laughs> this is the last Auracast for the year. Uh, the reason being is that the next one would fall on the twenty sixth of December, and that's kind of not going to happen. So the next one will actually be on the I think it's the second of January. So that'll be fine. Yeah. So yeah, last last Auracast of twenty twenty. So this is the last Auracast of twenty twenty, and it's ending on thirteen, which is probably unlucky, but that's just how these things work. It's at least it's not a Friday the thirteenth. It's fine. It's a Saturday. Yes. It's it's wonderful. So anyway, um <laughs> so lots of things to talk about, believe it or not, because I, I haven't told Cinder that I've actually got some things in my head. I was I'm just gonna throw them under the bus. Cool, fantastic. Let's um go. so yeah, uh not much on the, the, the AG side of things. It's just been a bit chill. We will be starting all nice and happy and fresh in twenty twenty one. Um, you know, it, it it's it's uh, we're just getting back in the swing of things with a few things. Um and it's been an interesting few weeks for everyone. But uh yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, well, let's let's do what we usually do. What have you been playing this week? Well, <laughs> other than Animal Crossing. Oh, cool. Not actually no, because something I want to um, talk about briefly. Um, and you have to stop me at some point because I will ramble for ages. Um, All right, stop. But... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching. Um, no, uh, early access for Sephiroth for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate came out. Um, I say early access. He comes out technically on the twenty second or twenty third. That DLC, yeah. uh, but you can buy it early. And if you have the fighters pass, you have it already. And Sephiroth's challenge is now available, where if you beat it on very hard, you get access to the character and the stage and music early. Yeah. Um, and it's such a fun character. It. I normally do a lot of practice against CPU, uh, different difficulty levels when I'm trying to practice a character. 
this new addition to Smash Bros has allowed me to fight against CPU difficulties I've never reached before. Oh, really? <laughs> Sephiroth is such fun to play. It's such a fun addition to Smash Bros. I didn't expect Sephiroth to come to Smash Bros at all, but turns out he's really fucking fun. <laughs> Um, so I've been enjoying that. Apart from that, um, I've been joining you on Dynamax Avengers every now and then. Yes. Um, I still haven't got a shiny because Dynamax hates me. Well, you know, um, funny, the funny thing with the shiny situation and that is that I got like three shinies in a couple of days, and then I've not, and then I've had like I think one in a month. It's like it's been so bad for me. I but... did, however, get a shiny on Pokemon Masters. I think yesterday. Oh yeah, My I did say that. Shiny, I did. hatched an Onyx. It was a shiny Onyx, and I was so happy. Um. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, what else have you been doing? Lots of Animal Crossing, I know that because Animal Crossing, um, Riley, Riley's obsessed. Oh, it's so fun! Uh, Super Smash Bros has gone back into my regular um, list of games. I've hundred percented uh, the Need for Speed Hot Pursuit remaster that came out on Switch about just over a month ago. Nice. I'm very happy with that. It's such a fun game. Apart from that, I haven't really done anything else out of the ordinary. It's just been a lot of Pokemon and Animal Crossing and Pokemon Masters. Now I'm addicted to that again. So yeah, I finally got uh, Gloria that was added to Masters. So okay. it's so long. But I've got three five-star rare characters in one pull of 11. Nice. So yeah, I was happy. It's about time. Um, we've yeah. all recovered from the Game Awards two yes. weeks. That was a full-on whole lot of stuff. Um, that was a busy time, man. It Everyone was, was talking about it. It was uh, interesting. Uh Correction, I got Pokemon. Oh, the, the, tr- the, tr- the truth is coming out. Um, Riley is my good luck charm. That's why he uh, did it. Uh, so yeah, uh, I've been... What have I been doing? I've been playing uh, Destiny 2. I'm so proud of the fact that I'm keeping up with that. Um, yes. Are you still uh, ahead? Uh, no. No. Well, I'd like to say yes, mm-hmm. because I feel like Pedal cheated. Oh... Controversy. Oh, Controversy. Oh, um, because I've kept up on the season pass and I'm still only a couple of levels behind Pedal on the season pass. Only mm-hmm. with my Warlock, Pedal has played as all three classes. Oh. Which is an advantage. Mm-hmm. Because you can do same quests over on the other classes. So it's like, because oh, yeah. the season pass carries over all three classes, yeah. but the quests don't. So, oh, I, okay. No, that's not cheating. That's just genius. Well, so it's I smart. It's I mean, in the grand, but the thing is, and even Pedal pointed this out, is that if if I started working on my other classes, which is not something I typically do, I would yeah. eclipse them very quickly. I know when I used to play Destiny, the classes of Warlock, Hunter, and Titan. Right? Correct. Yes. I've never played Titan, but I did enjoy a lot of Warlock, and I did play a bit of Hunter, and that was fun. Warlock, um, Warlock's best. Warlock's always my go-to because it's just so fun to play. I, never played Titan. I, I'm, I I can assure you that oh don't say that Danny's a Titan player. He, he's, <laughs> he's Look, also, I have respect for the Titan players because they're so valuable to a team. But no, it's not my thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh 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 oh. Is there is there judgment? Uh, constantly. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Exciting oh. news in the Destiny world is that uh, crossplay is coming next year, which means that maybe, just maybe, there might be an opportunity for an Aura Guardians uh, cooperative to be able to do some raids and stuff. So that's exciting. That's cool. I didn't even know that was coming to uh, yep. Destiny. It's happening next year. I might have to. I might have to get back into Destiny because then you can play. It. So if you're on PlayStation, you're on Xbox, you're on PC, you can just play together. So it's going to be really good. Oh, that's so cool. 
Um, because I got cross save yeah, at the moment, but you can do cross save, so you can move your save and play on a different platform. Mm -hmm. But yeah, cross play oh. is going to be good. Among Us on Switch came out. I did see. Yes, I was going to say, and it, uh, it's also been announced that it's coming out on Xbox next year. Yes, it's going to be on Xbox Game Pass. Hmm. Um, and which is amazing. The Nintendo Switch version is weirdly fun to play. <laughs> In what way, though? What, what, what's different about it? So you go to a task and then go to a next task. And it's not just the same. I'll just push the same button. Every task is a different kind of button. And when you think you know what button's going to be pressed, you go to the next task, forget what button it is, and then you have to use like a mix of ZL and Y. Oh, okay. um, and it's not just the same. Go to a task, press A, do a thing, move on. It's a different button for each individual task. Okay. Which is very cool. It seems a little bit like touch and go as to whether certain things want to work and only minute things. Um, because Switch has touchscreen capability. Yeah. Um, there have been some times where I've used wires in the Switch version and touchscreen has worked, and other times where it's only the buttons that would work, touchscreen wouldn't respond. So I don't know what's is that, happening there. Is that by design or by... I don't know if it would be, because it's been the same map. So I don't, um... if it was by design, then that's very weird. Um, and I don't. Th I have had a look. It's not a setting. Like, it's not a touchscreen thing. Otherwise, how would phone players play? <laughs> yeah, that's the one but yeah, it's apart from that, I think it's just a little bug. But apart from that, it's really the only thing I can say. The Switch version feels really nice to play. Um, it doesn't feel awkward. Okay. Oh, that's good. So anyone looking to uh, get Among Us and what, still want to use a Switch, I'd recommend it. It's still, it costs to play, just like the PC version, but it's good. Very good. Uh, what else have I been doing? I've been playing uh, Phasmophobia. I've been playing a lot of Phasmophobia. Sure. Um, which has been uh, interesting. Uh, yeah. What level is it now? A hundred and I don't know because I play. I uh, uh, shout out to Anne. Uh, Anne is actually currently streaming at the moment. Yes. Anne is in the middle of her twenty-four hour stream Raiders skinathon, and she is just nailing it at the moment. She has hundreds of viewers. <laughs> She's just. Mm. I joined her briefly for some Phasmophobia, um, and it's the first time I've ever played a game with Anne, um, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I did try and feed her to the ghosts, but they weren't <laughs> interested. Um, she's in 34 viewers right now, apparently. Yeah, she's just... Wild. It's just been absolutely crazy. Um, but, you know, uh, so she's got... she was uh, She's about 16 or 17 hours in at this point. So that's about a normal time for her. She has quite often gone between 12 and 18 hours. Yes. She's never done 24. Uh, that's a whole different ball game. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I think she'll be fine. Like, I, th I think she'll be absolutely exhausted by the end of it. But <laughs> um, So, yeah, I, th I, think, I, I think I'm about... Uh, 118 maybe something like that yeah um, so i'm not partner yet no Anne's not a partner how is she not a partner yet well, she, she probably to be to knowing knowing Anne, she probably she's probably close or if not over it and she's just not actually bothered i mean yeah that's fair like I'm not saying you have to i'm just surprised no. i thought she really was um but yeah um so yeah no she's she's been uh She's been kicking butt. So, yeah, yeah uh, other than that, a bit of Pokemon, obviously, because I stream that and play that, and that's about it, really. I haven't played anything no, no else. No Pokemon news, which sucks. No. Yeah. Um, oh, no, there has been one little bit of Pokemon news, but not about games or anything. The, they did a, a, a direct 
today, I think it was, to show off the Super oh. Mario World. Oh, that's not Pokemon, yeah. Super Mario. Uh, that's Nintendo news. Uh, they showed off Super um, Ma- uh, Mario World. In, I haven't watched that yet. Um, apparently, it's uh, smaller than most people thought, but it looks pretty cool. So, well, like, there's not so much you can do. Like, you know what I mean? Well, you know. Um, um, so that was, oh, yeah. I've got uh, a Zerud code for Sword and Shield. Oh, yeah, I got, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because uh, there was a whole thing where people were trying to get codes from places, and I ended up uh, signing for this Irish GameStop newsletter, and then it was a while when I thought, it, it took a while, and then I thought, I'm just going to give up. Like, I'm, I'm probably not going to get it. And then probably about a week later, I got a code in my email, so I was like, all right. Have I you seen, not... have you seen Zarude run after you now? No. You, you've got to you've got to see what Zarud's animation is when it's chasing you down. Oh it, no, it, I'm turning it off right now. <laughs> it's horrific. It it's like it's like it's like phasmophobia. It's like one of those crawling ghosts. Oh, it just it just looks horrific. But I'm, uh, it off. I'm not going to. But I've got I should have a second code coming because end up um, the UK has done one um, where you can get a code because originally. Uh, game in the UK got into a bit of stick because they were like, "Oh yeah, come down to stores and you can get code." And everyone's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I um, seen that. That was such a stupid decision on their behalf. I don't know why they did that. And it was like, um, they eventually decided, "Oh well, I don't know if it's game or something else, but it's kind of like a rerun for the UK, basically for a lot of people that couldn't go out for obvious reasons. Yeah, they can sign up for something. Um, it's through Pokemon's website actually, if I'm not mistaken." Pokemon Training Club newsletter. If you're a UK account, you can sign up for newsletter before a certain date, and eventually you'll get code for Zerud. Yeah, they uh, so, game uh, game mania here did the same thing. Um, you you got went on their website and signed up for a code, and then they'd send you one. Um, yeah, which yeah, they they actually handled it quite well. But yeah, I did see the whole thing with the UK. I'm like, it's just, I don't know why game did that in the first place. I don't why? know what it thought. If we are the store, a good idea. Um, but I should have that code eventually. We could have two through, which would be cool. Oh, lovely. Um, so we'll just flick through. I've got the news up. Uh, where is it? I was going to say I have no idea about what's being said now. So uh, the PS5 is the largest console launch month in the U- in US history. Really? Yep. Uh, oh, wow! All right, congratulations, Sony. Uh, I we will address the cyberpunk stuff afterwards because that's an interesting little saga. Yeah, um, it's, it's gonna be a little extra thing in it. So, uh, what else we got here? Uh, do, 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 nothing particularly exciting there. Most of it's about cyberpunk. Uh, no surprise there. Shocker. Uh, should, should we talk about it briefly now then? Since well, it's, um, it, it's pretty much dominating the news. Um, so the first thing was Sony decided to pull cyberpunk from its digital stores um and offer a refund to everyone who purchased it digitally um yeah it's literally it's not even it's not even just like it, it's been delisted it's completely yeah. gone um and then microsoft recently followed suit kind of it's still available for digital purchase but people can uh, apply for a refund on their digital copy of the game should they not want to have it anymore so i think microsoft did it better could it give people an option personally but i can understand why sony did what they did well the interesting thing here that like this whole i mean as as we we, we won't go into the controversies of the game and that no but we did that last week if we did that last week. We about last week then go on to youtube or any place yeah you can get it was the last section of the of the aura cast yes it's it, game awards. it was here's the thing that i i 
My concern is that these games have to go through approval processes with these companies as well. It's not just yeah. it doesn't the, the the buck doesn't just stop with um, Project uh, CD. What's it called? Product Project CD Project Red. Right. I always get their company name mixed <laughs> up. It it also has to go through like a verification process with the with the um uh, with Sony with with Microsoft and it passed those especially on the PlayStation Four and the the Xbox One. So yeah. my question is, how stringent is their uh, assessment process that these games manage to get through and be so buggy to the point that some people I I even seen today was it today or yesterday. That some people's uh, cyberpunk games were bricking their consoles. Yeah, I've seen that. And I'm like, holy crap! Like, there's a difference between even having a heap of bugs, the point that it yeah. actually just completely crashes your console. And it does use the next gen console as well, like the Xbox Series. Yeah. Like, it's how? Um, there was something else that was in my brain, and I completely forgot about it. Um, oh, yeah, like we're talking about like the process and everything. It makes you think of like how much of it is just automated for some of these like bigger retailers, like um, not retailers companies. It must be, and uh, you know, and but in saying that, if even if it's an automated process, what is it actually assessing? Exactly, because it, it kind of passed if it was being it run by the console, I guess. But yeah, like so, it I I can see why Sony then sort of did a massive backflip and pulled it off the store. But it also didn't give people an option whether they wanted to still buy it. But I guess they didn't take they didn't take it away from people who had already bought it though. It was yeah. strictly no one else can buy it until basically they fix the game. Which I think I suppose if people buy it and then still have bug issues and that, they're gonna go through this constant process of having to refund people. So yeah. I guess they're trying to put it like a stopper effect in and try and stop people from buying it until they can resolve the issue. Yeah um but both companies uh both microsoft and and sony have basically gone if you want your money back you can have it um but it's, it's the thing with sony that i thought of like ignore the fact because there have been plenty of games i'm sure there have been plenty of smaller games that have been just as buggy as this one but they're sat in the store would they have pulled it were it not for the backlash that the community gave for the game or I don't. I don't think video. so. I don't think so. I think. Um. I think that the uh the um the really negative press on every level has made these yeah. companies go. We need to take a stand and try and salvage our own reputation with this situation. Um. I was reading something else today. Um. That after the launch of uh of Cyberpunk. Uh. The studio's uh, stock dropped uh, 20, 27% or something. Like, it was a huge drop. I did um, see a discussion... Uh, sorry to cut you off. I did see a discussion yeah. on Twitter about, like, how they've got such... Such a level of respect and, like, um, just love from the fact that they made um, The Witcher 3 and such an amazing game. From and it's just tarnished so many people's impressions and ideas of the company after this release. Which is a shame because I've never played it. Um, I don't know when I ever will play The Witcher Three because I played The Witcher Two once, really didn't enjoy it. That's a side point, but I can understand why people love it so much. And to have such a good reputation tarnished from such an awful release must suck for them. But they surely must have seen it coming. 
Well, so the, the, the situation, here's, here's my other concern, is that it's setting a dangerous precedent for other studios as well, that if they don't get something, you know, finalised and that, they can just release a shoddy game. Yeah. Which is really not a good thing. Um, well, hopefully the response that they got shows that that's not the case. Well, it really, I, I, you know, here's the other thing, uh, and, it, it, I, you know, I, I'm not saying that companies and, and studios shouldn't celebrate releases and that, but they prematurely uh, jumped the gun and they celebrated the fact that they made enough money on launch of the game to cover the costs of making the game. And it's like, yeah, yeah but you've not put out a functioning game. You've put out and, a game that functions issues. sometimes and not other times. So it's like, yeah. and now you're having to issue refunds. Like, you know, all right, Sony and Microsoft are the ones issuing the refunds, but obviously then they're going to have to get reimbursement or compensation from the, the game studio. So yeah. at the end of the day, are you actually now in profit or in actual fact, it has cost you dearly because you've also lost stock value as well. That, that's the issue because they also advertise it as like this amazing game. There's like all these graphics and the, the, these mechanics that work this certain way and that certain way. And even different trailers that were shown um, to it running at like smooth 60, um, 120, whatever, 4K, whatever the fuck. And then it comes out and it's just not what they shown, which for those that aren't truly uh, too aware, false advertising in a way is illegal. <laughs> well, see, the issue what, with what, there was, what was shown at any conference, any you know announcement or anything was actually that none of that was on console. They deliberately avoided showing any of the footage from consoles. It was shown, it was PC. But here's the thing, loads of PC um, players have had a lot of issues. So I don't know how they managed to get a version of they, they, so they must have just been running it on on their end. It must have ran smoothly. But, I mean, it's easy enough for people to edit shit and that as well. That's the other thing. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. You know, it, it, it's... So th there is that false advertising situation, but I guess it's that whole hard-to-prove kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it can't, it comes out in the next couple of weeks or something, that if people get so up in arms and angry about it that it ends up being a class-action situation because it's yeah. so bad. Like, it's so bad. I can't remember a launch of a game being this bad and then the studio handling it so badly. Um, I remember... The online for GTA 5 having a bit of a sh shoddy rough start um, for like multiple months, and then they eventually managed to bring it back. But mm -hmm. nothing, like you say, nothing is this bad apart from I've... No Man's Sky. Yeah, but even then, No Man's Sky quickly f resolved their issues. Issues are very No, no, but like, like in, I'm talking in comparison to like they've ha they handled it better if that makes sense they yes. they 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 admitted their mistakes and da, da, da. whereas from what i've seen the game studio has almost skated around a direct apology if that makes sense it's yeah. just sort of like oh we'll fix these issues but you know we, we put a game out as promised kind of yeah. thing and it's like you're well, actually thing... not trying to take any responsibility at this point at all, really. Yeah. One of the main things I saw in one of the apologies on their awful black text on yellow background, which they need to change because, God, it hurts the eyes, um, is, like, it, it, it's a shame and it sucks that it doesn't work on a previous gen of consoles, uh, like the PS4 and Xbox One, as intended and everything. Like, um, we, it, they basically knew what state it was in, tried to fix it as much as possible, never released it. But they knew what state it was in. 
Yeah. And they were also saying, oh, yeah, the consoles are just this. Like, it, it's not the fault of the consoles because the consoles are still getting games now. They're still... Well, that's the thing. If, if, if you're going to generate... If you're going to make a, a game that's going to go across... And this is not the first time games have been released on dual generations. It's happened oh, sure. quite, quite a lot. Yeah. Is that you optimize it for those gens. You don't make one for gen for the PS5 generation and then just slap it on a PS4 and hope that the PS4 doesn't explode. Well, here's the thing, please. When this game was first in development, it was meant to be PS4 one. Yeah, exactly. This game has been in development so long that it, it, it crossed over into this gen. Yeah, the, like the consoles were not announced before um, these this game started being worked on. So they were working on a game that should have worked on those consoles anyway. So they have no excuse, really. And you could say that, I mean, like, publisher time restraints, they want to get a game out by a certain time, and the fact they're able to delay at all, probably, you know, probably lucky they managed to get as many delays as they did. Like, in in the same vein, like, if they don't have a game to release, I'm not a game developer, I don't know what it's like on that. Um, I'm never going to claim that I know. But in the same breath, wouldn't they just try and push to keep holding off as much as possible? Well, you would think so, but... But apparently they've got, like, main big updates coming um, January and February, right? Like, two big updates. Apparently they're going to release one in January and one in February, yeah. I guess we'll see. That's too far apart, in my opinion. It is. Especially, like, here's the thing. I mean, if your January uh, update... And even then, that seems a little far away, considering they yeah. have known the issues from day one of launch. That should be their number one priority, instead of continually yeah. promoting what they're selling and and, and not dealing with the issues. Um, is the 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 first update needs to be massive enough to fix most of the problems, with the second one dealing with minor issues. Yeah. And I, I I the way they're making it sound, it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like they're trying to squeeze out. I was going to say, squeeze out as much time as they can uh, to get these uh, bugs and issues sorted out. Whereas, as much as it was a running joke about them delay, 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 if that's the case, why didn't you just delay your game until February and be yeah. done with it? Like uh, like you say, the joke was made, and people were getting frustrated about it, understandably so, because it got delayed like four or five times. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even then, when I'm waiting for a game, like, I might... <laughs> Put it in a different perspective, like, I make the joke all the time that I can't wait for Generation 4 remakes for Pokemon. I would be very happy to wait much longer, would, would it be for the fact that they had to delay it to make sure the game works? Yeah. Because I'd rather have a game released, and then for it to then work as intended, for it to be, for it, this side point to be delayed four or five times, and then to be released in the state it was in, again, we don't know the circumstances, we don't know if they were pushed by publishers or whatever, for a game to be delayed four or five times, maybe more, and then to be released in the state it was in, is ignoring everything behind the scenes just inexcusable. <laughs> like it just is. It's it's yeah. It's not. It's I, not. I, a don't, good I don't know how they did it. No, I, I don't know how they've managed. I just hope to... they come back from it because they had such a good reputation from The Witcher. I hope they come back from it because they make good games. Um, what else we'll have we got here? Uh, Donkey Kong Country Three is coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Yes, on the SNES um collection. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try out. I've never, I've never played much of Donkey Kong games. They're I never good. had. An they're, SNES. they're classics. They're they're really good. Um, they're challenging, the, but a lot the only of the games... old school, the only old school Nintendo console I have is the 64, and I still stand by that being one of the best consoles. 
Um, obviously ignoring the Switch I have now, but Nintendo 64 was amazing. And then the handheld, you had Game Boy and DS and everything. But the only, I think the only Donkey Kong I played was a spin-off called Donkey Kong, and it was a music game, but you had like... Um, the drums? Is that the it? bongo one. Yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. I know the that one. That was amazing. <laughs> um, other than that... Uh, da, 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 da. There's not been a really lot, I guess because most of it had been announced at Game Awards and that, there's not been yeah. an awful lot. Uh, Vin Diesel is actually, as much as we spoke about him being in ARC, he's actually one of the ARC 2 developers. He's involved in the development process of really? the game. Yep. Vin Diesel... He's president of Creative Convergence, is what his title is. He's actually involved in the production of this game. Oh my god! Because he, he's—it's not just something that he apparently he had he has played hundreds and hundreds of hours of Ark Survival Evolve uh, was it uh, Ark Survival Evolve yeah yeah so like there you go you never know what people do behind the scenes you just that, okay that something like that is amazing to see because this you think of a lot of people think of celebrities like these untouchable non-human people like type things hmm. but like. Just even people like that can just sit down and enjoy a game every now and then. And to know, like, I didn't know about this stuff just now, to know that he had such a lovely original arc, and then it must be amazing for him to be able to work on this. And I can't even begin to imagine how excited and happy he is to. Uh, that, the... that's, that's like me being asked to work on the next Pokemon game. The closed alpha for Back for Blood is out at the moment. Yes, and I can't play that right now, but it looks really good. <laughs> Um, that game. A League of Legends MMO is under oh, development. Oh, yes, I want to talk about that. I saw a tweet um, from someone who worked at Riot Games um, saying they were basically hiring. Um, so, so, there's a new game coming, brackets, you could say it's massive, hinting a massive one player online. And someone, someone replied to him saying, is it going to be a League MMO? And he was like, yes, it is. And I think it was confirmed from that point onwards because he basically just said out loud on Twitter, it's going to be a league MMO. I am so excited for this. <laughs> I love the league universe. I'm not really too involved with it, but I love the characters and just love the art style. I love the animation. It's all amazing. And Riot can make very good games. Valorant is a good example. I know Valorant's yes. not everyone kind of thing, but Valorant's a very fun game. Yeah. Pretty well polished as well. Yep. Ignore the books when it came out, but pretty well polished i have faith right i really am looking forward isn't there a league fighting game being made as well uh you're asking the wrong person i haven't seen any news of it but yeah that was teased um as an idea that they're working on around the same time this was project a or something um and i think this league fighting game was announced project l there have been like a few clips of them working on it and like a few scenes and like fight scenes and stuff um, it's like a normal, typical fighting game with League of Legends characters, and I can't wait. Riot's kind of kicking ass, I'll be honest. <laughs> on the low, they've released League of Legends, um, the new version, which on PC and phones and all that. Yeah. They're working on Valorant, which I'm sure they're making a shit ton of money on. Oh, absolutely. Um, they've got um, this MMO they're working on. They've got the fighting game they're working on. Um, they've just got so much going for them now. And yeah, I'm excited. Um, talking about other Destiny content that I was talking about, I was talking about Destiny earlier on uh, that yes. I've been playing. Uh, there was a an interview. I can't remember what website it was on, but it was an interview with one of the uh, producers or whatever of Destiny Two, 
And um, so, you know, they've they've done a whole heap of announcing over the last couple of weeks about what's coming up sort of next year and that. And uh, one thing that I know a lot of people are very excited about is the return of the Vault of Glass. Now, the Vault of Glass is the uh, first raid that ever came out for Destiny. Um, it was on Destiny 1 um, and is still considered one of the pinnacle moments of the Destiny franchise. Um, mm-hmm. So they, so they were people were wondering if it was going to be a just a straight re-release, not a port, but, you know, nothing changed. Um, and it was interesting for them to, they were saying that basically they can't do that simply because back then there wasn't as many subclasses and things there wasn't as many weapons there wasn't as many different you know specs to how the game works and so yeah. it would just uh, things would get annihilated and it wouldn't be any fun so if they're, they're doing a remake of it it will still basically feel like the vault of glass but they're doing a, a complete like rebuild of it and um, yeah um which i'm super excited about because i guess that means that venus will be coming back as a location um and l- lots of people liked the venus uh, location for destiny one yeah but the most exciting thing is they're also bringing the weapons back and uh i know that uh silence are uh, excited for the vex mythoclast to return and i am gonna get my favorite cannon back from destiny one (laughs) and that is fate bringer um and they basically said that all of these guns and that are going to play basically the same as they did in destiny one um uh you know in the uh, so that they're still identifiable as what made them so popular back then um but it'd be interesting to see what they do in regards to whether you're going to add some new raid weapons or you know are there going to be different enemies in there so yeah it's very exciting um and i think that's being launched next season so we're about halfway through the current season so it's going to be very interesting to see Um, so that'll be like um going into couple of months of next year yeah i think around march maybe yeah um so yeah i'm uh, very excited for that um hopefully the vault of glass uh re-release will coincide with cross play oh that could be very cool because that could be like a very, like, celebratory type thing absolutely um i'd love to be able to play vault oh. of glass with people they could make such an event out of that yeah, because Vault of Glass is like a real-time event type thing. Well, it could, they could. I mean, they always sort of they all they they've been doing a lot of that lately. In the like at the end of a season or start of a season, they do like a an event in the town or whatever that's actually happening in real time, and then you know it sort of celebrates the end of that season or the start of the next season or the start of the next yeah. big chapter. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with that. But yeah, that interview came out this week. I'm like, oh, because we were all wondering, you know, what they were going to do with Volta Glass. We knew it was coming back, but we didn't really know what was going to happen with it. And then on top of that, it was like, all right, so are they actually going to bring all the weapons back that we got back then? Um, so yeah, yeah Fatebringer's, uh, Fatebringer's got a perk on it that if you hit headshots with it, it um, causes like an explosion. And so you get like shrapnel damage to damage to surrounding enemies. It's oh called, god! It's called Firefly. Is the oh, is it Firefly? Yeah, Firefly. I reckon um, that would be great in Crucible. It's uh, it's a fantastic weapon. I used to use that, and uh, one day I hope they bring this back. It's not in Destiny Two. My favorite exotic in Destiny One was Invective. It was a shotgun that it belonged to um, Ikora Ray, who's the Warlock uh, yeah. Vanguard. Um, and it's an incredible shotgun. Um, but yeah, uh, so that was, yeah, that was a bit of news that sort of has come out in an interview that, yeah, they've sort of, they're, re- they're rebuilding the Vault of Glass as opposed to just being like a port. 
um, yeah which is cool um but there's there's so much content coming out next year for that game i'm excited to see it i'm, I'm i do hope they do an event for it i think they've got a great opportunity to do that um and for them not to would be missing out for sure yeah, I, I'd like to say, I mean, I wouldn't surprise me if they do a like another World's First thing like they do with every raid and that, but um, it'd be interesting to see if they do something a bit more special for it because it's such a celebrated like a yeah. thing from the past, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, but no, I... Go on. Oh, I was going to say, but, but other than that, there's not, like I said, there's not been an awful lot this week. I really. have found something. Oh, yes. There was a thing that went around on Twitter yesterday or the day before and um, the company Tencent, who currently is working on Pokemon Unite, yep. uh, it has gone around because Tencent Japan is, uh, has advertised job positions. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen this. If, if I explain it, you might remember what this is. Um, they're, atta- they're recruiting for 19 Pokemon-related jobs right now. Um, and I've got a tweet here. Uh, the most interesting of which is for a Pokemon consultant. Now, the, requ- the only reason I bring this up is because the requirements for the job are hilarious. If you don't know what I'm talking about now, Bees, you're, you're in for a treat. So it's it's actual Pokemon job with Tencent, which yeah. people's opinions of Tencent put those aside. It varies from person to person, yeah. yeah. Um, the requirement for this Pokemon consultant role in Tencent Japan is as follows. I'm not making this up. Clear all Pokemon games with 900 hours plus. No history of Pokemon. Have masterable ranking in Pokemon ranked. And have watched 500 plus episodes of anime. I'm not making that up. And that's a qualification. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's a requirement for the job. I don't know what Pokemon consultant means or what the role entails, but that's a requirement. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. Okay. So those, okay. Go start again. What was the first? All right. Start with the first one. What so the, the first one, clear all Pokemon games with 900 hours plus playtime. I don't know how you can prove that. Well, not on but, pre, not on previous uh, gens, I would assume, but you can on the current gen. I mean, yes. I've clocked up nine, over nine hundred hours on on Sword and Shield and Let's Go. Yeah, um, know the history of Pokemon. So I assume they're going to ask like, oh, is that what you said? Okay, I I missed a word when you spoke the first time because I, I thought you said no history of Pokemon. I'm like, how the frick do you play nine hundred hours of the game and not have any history? <laughs> no, you got to know the history of Pokemon. Um, it's written here as no history of Pokemon, but no K and O W. Yeah. Um, I assume that's going to be like um, idea designs. Um, the first Pokemon ever designed. So to say. Yeah. Um, how many Pokemon are in different generations? That's sort of thing. Yeah. Um, have masterable ranking in Pokemon. <laughs> well, I, so far I was hilarious. going alright, but then I get to masterable ranking, like, well, I'm <laughs> screwed. I can't do that. And the last one is watch five hundred plus uh, watched five hundred plus episodes of anime. Oh, now, absolutely. Just anime, I'm at, I'm at, I, I, I assume they mean Pokemon anime, but hilarious if it just means in general. I mean, I've absolutely watched five hundred hours plus without even watching the the uh, most Not recent stuff. Episodes. Oh, episodes! Oh, even then, <laughs> I would have had to have. I've watched the first ten seasons over and over and over again without even thinking about it. I'm sure I've seen that. I can add to it because in this last month and a half or so, I've the entirety of my hero academia so <laughs> it's just so that's such a bizarre job position yeah, it, it, i don't know what it entails like well, what, what, no are you, what are you gonna what are you gonna do you're gonna sit there and when they're designing the game they're gonna go so what do you think of this well you know back in 1982 which is not when it came <laughs> out but you know like it's like what 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 i don't understand what the benefit of that is when 
wouldn't they have consultancy and people from Pokemon Company? Well, this that's a thing. This is with Tencent, not Pokemon Company. Then why wouldn't they have gotten some sort of collaboration with Pokemon Company and got someone from over there and, and been in contact well, with them? It would have been an internal job, wouldn't it? But well, that's what you would think. You'd think it would be yeah. like an inter within the relationship between the two companies, not advertised out in public. Because <laughs> some randoms probably put an application in going, hey, guess what? I've never left my bedroom and I've played Pokemon for 50 well, billion here's years. here's the thing. Like, even though as, as funny as that is, it gives people like that an opportunity for this role. Like, it's not... I'm amazed at this. If I was in Japan, right, I I would fully go for this. But it's even here's the other thing. This is okay. Not to disparage America, I'd expect that job subscription from Nintendo America or something. I wouldn't expect this from Japan. Yeah. Like the level of professionalism that comes from Japan. This doesn't sound like a professional job listing. This sounds like a hobby. Because it's not a professional job list, it gets Tencent. <laughs> like, that, like <laughs> it just doesn't, it just doesn't, it really doesn't click with me that, that, yeah, okay, alright. <laughs> but here's how Damn, I just missed out. If I got that Master Ball ranking, I could have had a job with Tencent. I could have just been oh. sitting there going, that Pikachu's eyes are... 0.5 millimeters too far apart. You know, Do it again. It's in the shape of a heart. <laughs> <laughs> I could go for this. It's so it's yet, but... so bizarre. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Wow. Oh, I didn't see that. No, when you said that, I'm like, all right. What a job description. I mean, oh, all right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not the worst job description to go completely off, and Danny's probably cringing, but that's okay. I don't need to mention the company, but the people who Danny works for, right, they mm -hmm. have a person who is appointed as their chief happiness officer. Fuck off. No, this person, this per I've met this person because they delivered his laptop so he could work from home. He exists. This job, this person gets paid and gets paid well to be the chief happiness officer. <laughs> Oi, don't, this is our Cho. <laughs> Cho, it's our Cho. I want to be a Cho. Oh chief happiness officer. Chief happiness officer. That. And their responsibility within the company, basically, is to make sure that all the employees are happy and do their best to make sure that they're all happy with everything they're doing at work. They're basically that. That's their job. So it's kind of it's like... It, it. Well, it's kind of like the way I would look at it from an outsider looking in, it's kind of like if you took the, like, um, uh, HR, like the human resources role and then took, like, a psychologist or a counsellor and, like, smushed the two roles together to make someone who oversees that make sure the, make sure the employees are happy with their work. But, yeah, what a title. I love Rishi's comment. If I ever see HR on our Like, it just, it just, it, it was like, so, no. So, it, as much as that, the whole Pokemon consultant is a weird thing, it's not the weird, it's, it's, it's weird, but it's like, I've literally seen in my day-to-day -day life that there's someone out there who's getting paid as a chief happiness officer. That is amazing. So, you know, what a title. I just remembered um, a tweet that I saw um, within the last 24 hours. Um, going back to Pokemon very quickly. Yeah. Um, there's an account I follow that, you know, I'll shout them out. Um, it's an account called Dr. Love has Lost Pokemon. It's oh, yeah. 
for a lot of facts, um, at Dr. Lava YT on Twitter. Um, they put up a part of uh, an interview with Masuda, um, who Masuda well known uh, for designing and helping with Pokemon, and he was the director for Let's Go, uh, yep. and in part of an interview, it was everyone's asked and wondered whether or not I'm going to ask you first. Actually, would you class Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee as main series games? Or... And this goes to the chat as well if you're interested. This is that's a tricky one. <sighs> spin-off. You think it was a spin-off? Okay. If I was considering this as my future role as a Pokemon uh, consultant, uh, no, I would I would look at it as a spin-off, but my assumption is that they were treating it like a mainline game. Yeah. So I'm going to read the tweet, and then I'm going to read the, uh, the interview. Uh, the tweet from Dr. Lava um, is, it goes as follows. Mainline or spin-offs? When Let's Go people Fans didn't know if they should be considered core series Pokemon games or spin-offs. The game's director, Junichi Masuda, eventually clarified, saying definitively that they are, in fact, mainline Pokemon games. Which is a bit of a shock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised they're considering them mainline, but I'm pretty sure most of the fan base, for the most part, don't consider them in the mainline yeah. thing. Um, the quote goes, um, these games aren't spin-offs. These are core Pokemon titles. As for whether we would make other games that could connect to Pokemon Go, that would depend on how the games are received. I don't know when this interview was done, but that means there's every chance. I mean, we've joked about it, and it's not as bad a thing as I make out to be. I just I, I just over-exaggerate because it's hilarious. But there's every chance we could see a Generation 2 Let's Go game. Which, thoughts? Opinions? I mean, <laughs> for, me, for, me, for me, it doesn't bother me because I like Pokemon Crystal, for example. But then my mindset yeah. is... How are they going to approach that in the same way they did with the Kanto, or like Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee? Because in the original, because basically, okay, the, co the concept behind Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee was that it was based on red, yellow, and blue, but yeah. it also had elements that tied in with, obviously, Pokemon Let's Go. So if they're going down that same, uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Go, not Pokemon Let's Go, yeah. Pokemon Go, if they go down that same path and it's going to be based on gold, silver, and crystal, then you revisit Kanto in those games. So it's kind of like... Oh, good point. Unless they just specifically limited... But then people are going to be so angry because then it's yeah. not honouring the original... Because there is differences in what you see in Kanto in the first gen and in what you see in the second gen, but then yeah. it would be too much similarity, if you know what I mean. Because if mm. you look back at those games uh, back in uh, the, the original gens, is that there was such a jump with Gen 2 in graphics, in, in, in style, in the way it was done, that people were like, oh, we get to go back to Kanto and it's going to look so much more pretty in that. Let's look at what you would at Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. All right, sure that the graphics might be a little bit better, but they're not going to be different enough to make it feel any different. So then you'd just be going back to Kanto. Well, here's a couple of things that was in my mind. For starters... If, if if it was the next Let's Go game, like it, there's always going to be people who are going to piss off whether or not you include Kanto, whether or not the Let's Go game is released in general, because I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying, I'm excited for a Let's Go Johto if that were to happen. Um, the second point being, in the original Gen 2 games, um, purely down to cartridge limitations, the, de the detailing in Kanto in the Gen 2 games was very little, um, and it was quite downscaled. Yeah. 
so how would they approach that if they were to include Kanto in a Let's Go game for Gen 2? How would they approach it? Would it just be the same as it was in Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, or would they put differences in? Because Gold Silver Crystal takes place, if I'm correctly timeline-wise, a little bit ahead after the events of Red and Blue? Correct, yes. That's it's why Kanto... Um, so, oh, to answer your question, Danny, Gen 4 remakes easy. I was going like, to say, what even kind of question is that? That's a coin toss, and both sides are coins are heads. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, literally, he he's made it abundantly clear that, like, <laughs> I remember bringing this whole Let's Go Johto thing to a conversation in the Auracast, like, months ago, and yeah. the, the horror on Cinder's face was like, oh, um, no. Here's an interesting it. thing for you, though. Let me just put this horrific image in your head. I'm good at this. I love doing this to Cinder. Oh, great. Fantastic. Let's go. What would you do if they said, all right, we're doing Gen 4 remakes, but they're in the Let's Go style? Uh, I mean, look. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> I would still try... <laughs> Like a broken <laughs> Matthias. <laughs> Look, I know that Matthias is also another Gen 4. So, yeah. Me, personally, I still would play a Gen 2 Let's Go game. I'm not completely against the idea. I just think it's a bit either too soon or I don't know how they're going to do it well. No. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, in saying that, let's be realistic here. It's not impossible because look how big Sword and Shield is with the DLC. Yes. Your mic is ringing. Ringing? Yeah, when you talk, it goes. I don't know why. It's your it's your week for technical difficulties. I'm assuming this is coming through on stream. Yes, it is. I don't know what's causing it. Have you knocked a cable? Not to my knowledge. Is it bad? Ah, uh, it's like a cricket talk, uh, buzzing over the top of you. Right. I don't know which one the mic is, so I could try to unplug things, but it could mess with the camera as well, so I don't know. <laughs> there was a cricket in my room. <laughs> it's, um, just, it's just preparing itself for one of Cinder's bad jokes for the crickets in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, Danny, that's how boring Cinder is, the crickets are the force. Danny! <laughs> Rude! Um, is it the Discord call? I don't know. Leave the Discord call and come back. You'll have Will to. Will that not break things? No. Okay, cool. Back to sec. Now we can talk shit about him. Hello. Oh boy, can he... Oh, yeah, it's fixed it. Yep. Oh, is it fixed it? Yeah. So it's a Discord issue, it's not you. Fantastic. Except cool. I can't. I said we can't see you. We can see a really tiny picture of Riley's profile. Okay, that's on your side, not mine, because the camera's loading. It's loaded. Oh. Well, then, hang on. Let's have a just, look. Just um, prioritise Discord and it'll be fine. Hang on. Oh, no, there you, are. there you are. There you are. Oh, now you're frozen. Let Am it I? go. Let <laughs> it go. <laughs> oh, man. Everything works. Oh, what did I just open? I know what it's open. Oh, what's it? See, we were going so well, and then we had oh, to. Oh, no, it looks like it's working now. Oh, oh, no. Oh, go away, OBS. Why are you trying to open? I, I hope you enjoy listening to this if you're listening to just the audio version. 
Oh, well, <laughs> if you've been listening to the audio version for the last couple of months, you would know that there's always technical problems. There we Shout go. All right, really, everything's working. Uh, it was. Uh, oh my god, everything's working. There we go. We're good. Um, um, anyway, so yeah, no, I was just. It was just a thought. Like I hadn't actually thought of this until you were talking so, about. Until Danny asked that question, I'm like, what would you do if they just like took both ideas and went? I'm like, yeah. Mm. Here's the thing. Like, I would play a Generation Two Let's Go game if that was the way they wanted to do it. I still would play it because I love Sinnoh, I love the whole world of Gen 4, I love the Pokemon, I love the characters, I love the legendaries, I love the story, I just love the world in general, I love the towns, I love the cities, it's great. I'd be worried. <laughs> because from my point of view, because I hold Gen 4 so highly, it's terrifying to think that it could be done a different way, but it could kind of like it won't change my thoughts on the original Gen 4 games. Yeah. But I don't want to impact my thoughts of Gen 4 and its remakes entirely. Because, mm. uh, I, I don't know, it's, it's such a weird thing. Like, when the Gen 3 remakes came out, um, alongside X and Y, um, I say alongside, it was a bit later, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire were amazing remakes. Yeah, they were well done. Um, I'd say that there were more enjoyable than the originals i uh, i agree yes um and that's probably just because of the features of gen 6 and everything more likely um gen 8 what we have right now um like um feature wise hardware wise like technically wise and graphics as well like the games look amazing compared to what they used to be um and side note to all the people that say the games look awful you're comparing it to hyper realistic graphic games shut up uh, well that's the thing but, like uh, i think the other thing that really did a disservice to the to people really starting to overly assess what sword and shield looked like is when they showed the teaser stuff for pokemon snap yes because that looks super like high res graphically what? speaking and it's like well no that's a different game again and it's not got all the mechanics that the sword and shield games have got it's literally yeah. the, the whole point is you're taking pretty photos basically so yeah. it's like um you know are we you you want it to look pretty you want them to put the the in the uh, the world to make it look nice you know that's yeah but sword and shield does look pretty like, at least i think um and it just has like such um an opportunity for a gen 4 games to look even better than it did and to play potentially better like I, it could but be that's going to be your biggest platinum. downfall is that i think you're going to set the bar too high in your own head i more than likely am and i don't think i'm gonna be able to change that <laughs> because i love gen, it'll be the same when gen 5 remakes if they happen um like i love gen 5 a lot and I'm naturally going to have that bar high. I can say that I'm going to be as unbiased as possible. Impossible for me. <laughs> of course I'm going to be biased. Yeah. But I think that's a good thing because I think um, they should be held accountable to try and keep a game, especially in the series, long-running series, keep trying to make them as good as possible, uh, like, continuously. Yeah. They're going to have their down games, Gen 6, X, and Y. But... Like, that's still a rumor. That is still a rumor. That one has lingered on. That Gen what? Gen Six is potentially going to re appear somehow in the Switch gens. 
whether it's an addition somehow to the current games, whether it's a, a re-release or a remaster. But why? Because it was, in, it was just in the last gen of Nintendo consoles. Granted, the 3DS has not long been discontinued, right? Yeah, but also look at it from the perspective of, look how many Wii U games have come to the Switch now. I still want Virtual Console on Switch as regards like, the old Pokemon games. I think that'd be great. I think you'll um, get that. I think you'll get a lot of that. But I think a remake of Gen 6 is way too early. I want to. I want to remake Gen Five, but that's way too early, in my opinion. I. I. Yeah. I mean, I'm just but, saying what I've seen. You know. I yeah. Mean, I've. I've also seen mock-ups of Let's Go Johto. So you know whether or not it's real or not or leaked stuff. You don't know. You never know. It's the internet. Like <laughs> you never know what's real and what's fake. Um. But yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunity for a Gen Four remake to look amazing. Same. I will say the same for a Let's Go Johto as well. I think they know what worked with let's go pikachu and eevee and they know what didn't yeah i think they can expand on that and make a let's go gen 2 game or if like you say if they wanted to make a gen 4 remake a let's go kind of game they know what worked and what didn't hopefully they go with that and make it an even better game than what pikachu and eevee were yeah so yeah. if it was a let's go style game would i be a little bit disappointed yes but i'll still play it and have high hopes because it's it gets a constantly evolving series. Red and blue, iconic games. Uh, technically speaking, like from a technical standpoint and how it works, they're so shit. <laughs> oh, they don't. Okay, in some ways they hold up, and in a lot of ways they don't. Um, yes. Difficulty-wise, still some of the most difficult games out of the Especially entire Pokemon series. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, here's the problem with Pokemon Yellow: is that you're starting with a Pikachu, and pretty much every Pokemon that spawns between the start and Pewter City does not do anything against Brock. So you're literally yeah. having to go into Brock, and most people have the same problem. You go into Brock hoping that Pikachu learns an electric move, which is still not great, but does something, and just shock the hell out of it until it finally dies. And but here's the thing, it doesn't, because they're ground types. Yeah. So you're either stuck tackling over and over again or try and find something else. Like, it's just... And then so then you go to... Then you're all right after that. It's not so bad. It's literally that that first bit is an absolute grind. So, yeah, that, like that, that that's my point. I've learned from games prior to know what works and what doesn't. I think it has a negative effect. I think that's why the later games are so hand-holding. Yeah, which is different opinions depending on who you ask. Um, Sun Shield has it, but not as bad as I thought it was going to be, which I'm happy about. It's just a lot, a lot of speaking. Oh god! And yeah. I hope that a Gen Four remake or a Gen Two Let's Go game or a mix of the two learns from everything they've done, what works, what doesn't, and just makes it as best as possible. If it's a Let's Go Gen Four game, I'll still play it. I'm still gonna yeah. have fun with it, but. I have hopes. I have hopes regardless of what they do. I'm still going to play Let's Go Johto. I will be sad about it, but I'll still play it. And I'll probably still have a lot of fun with it. I'm just... I'll be honest, I'm also waiting for Pokemon Snap and Pokemon Unite. So. Pokemon Snap is something that I'm, I'm super excited about. Um, I can't wait. I'm curious to see what... Because they haven't really shown... They've sort of, sort of, sort of shown it, but they haven't shown a lot. And I was like, I, I think we're still going to be on rails for that. Uh, I was hope I would love for it to be a bit more free roaming, but I don't mm. think we're gonna get that. I don't think it's a bad thing if it's on rails because it's kind of like hearkening to why Pokemon Snap was so memorable. Mm -hmm. 
So I don't think it would be a bad thing if it was like that. I think I'm in the same boat as you in the sense of it, it gave a bit more freedom, like say we have a level and you roam around like freely trying to if get If there was a mix areas. of it, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. But if it was just rail, I'm not going to complain because no. that's what made Pokemon Snap so iconic, in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah. And then Pokemon Unite, I'm the only one that's excited for it. But... I'm curious. I mean, the main reason I'm not excited for it is simply because that's not usually my style of game, but I'll give yeah. it a shot because it's Pokemon. I think it has a chance of introducing a lot of people to the MOBA kind of game. What I'm worried about is for these people that are new to MOBAs, being introduced to the MOBA community. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I know it's going to be a Pokemon game. But it's still, oh, there's still going to be the toxicity there. Yes. I mean, even in the Pokemon community, there's I mean, a level yeah, of toxicity. So, you know. But it's combined the... Pokemon and MOBA, that community is going to be it's, toxic it's, as fuck. It's going to be very, uh, yeah. I'd be very surprised if it's not toxic. Um, I'm, I'm worried for new MOBA players that come to Unite because of that. And I think yeah. that'll scare a lot of people off. But excited about any MOBA, and there's people that stick around with it. Hi. And, like, it has a lot of potential. Yeah. I'm aware of who's making it. But it has a lot of potential. Mm. And the little bit that was shown looked good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same Pokemon Snap. We haven't got much since the Pokemon Direct, but no. it looks good. It's, it's coming out next year. They haven't actually clarified when, though, yet. I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. Anyway, that was a long-ass Pokemon Rumble. I apologize. No, no, no. The, I mean, that's, you know, that happens. Uh, that, um, that, it's just stuff that just came up. Like, it happens. Um, apart from that, is there anything else? Oh, I mean, I've, I've, got one, shown... I've got one thing that we can lead into that kind of wraps everything up for the, the, the podcast and sort of heading into next year, I guess. Oh, go for it then. Is that um, there's so much that's been announced and so many things that are going to be happening next year and blah, 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 blah. What are some of the things that you're most hoping? And if you say Gen Four, I, we, we we know Gen Four. Breathe, no, it, breathe. I'm not. I'm not, not going to mention it because aside from it. Gen Four, is there mm. is there something that you or is are there things that you're looking forward to next year that you can't wait for? Are we limited to just games or? Oh, you know politics, not. <laughs> I'm going to be running for UK Prime Minister um, in 2024. Oh, you're going against uh, Boris. Oh, <laughs> lovely. No. Um. Well, okay. So it's not... It's obvious that apart from AuraCast, I'm very barren from Twitch. I have been since November um, and I haven't streamed for a long time. Um, I'm going to be coming back to streaming in January. I, there are plans that I want to get moving forward um, in my own personal life that I want to... I'm excited to get going um, for next year. Um, and it has the potential of uh, just everything just all combined together has the potential of me being able to make more of what I do and just being able to make the progress of, let's face it, 2020 has been a shit year for a lot of people. Um, it's hands up and downs for everyone. But it, it also brings a new, in my opinion, a new mindset as to how to approach the next year, because people have had to live differently this year. That's a fact. I have, B's has, everyone listening has. Um, but I am also interested in seeing how the next year will develop me as a person as well, because I have known people that 
have end up just changing and being different to what I thought they were because of everything that's happened this year. And I think it brings out the true versions of people. And I hope that the true version of me shows that I am excited for next year. I'm excited for stringer stuff. I want to get YouTube stuff going again. I have ideas that I want to put forward. Um, like there's people I want to work with, types of content I want to do, um, live stuff, YouTube stuff, uh, stuff that's released on, well, stuff that's released, I want to be able to interact with, with it as it's released, like when it comes to consoles or game releases, that kind of thing. And I want to be able to show if anything, just showed to myself that I'm able to go with the year as it goes and not keep myself behind type of thing. Yeah. Um, 2020 has brought a lot of blessings, of course. Um, bloody hell. <laughs> Fucking mush for about the next 10 seconds. I sleep at the moment. But <laughs> I know that I wouldn't be the man oh, I am Oh, that's now. why the crickets were going <laughs> to... <laughs> it was him. <laughs> but... I wouldn't be the man I am now were it not for the fact that Riley, like that that's just fact. Um, and he's helped me with so much just like with streaming stuff and just in personal as well. And and just like um working with UBs as well, every, everyone I've worked with in the past, it's allowed me to realise that I am able to push forward and do what I want to do and do it to the best of my ability. Uh, ability that asked me a couple of years ago I wouldn't have said I had <laughs> but that's what Twitch is Twitch is, is, brings up so many opportunities so many chances um, of being able to find out who you really are and I'm excited to be able to bring that back to people that believe pretty much um, in 2021 people that watch people that support type of thing and I'm excited for a push so th there's one thing I'm excited for in next year it's seeing where I go not to the channel but as a person and Gen 4 remakes. Oh my god. <laughs> I knew you couldn't end that I knew you couldn't end that without saying something about Gen 4. <laughs> All but right. I'm gonna reflect the question to you before we end. Um, you know the question. The things you what's the thing you decide for next year? Okay. Well look, before I get on to next year, let me just address this year. Um, you know, as as Lucas said, twenty twenty has challenged everybody. Um, yeah. You would be living in a bubble if you said otherwise. Um, you know, uh, I've had trials and tribulations throughout the year. I've fought for a visa for pretty much the entire year. Um, Danny and I have had to deal with that. And, you know, thank God it finally happened. Congratulations. Uh, after so long of fighting that, uh, gained a job and lost a job because of COVID. Um you know, and uh, didn't get to go home uh, to visit like I had planned back in April because the pandemic suddenly struck and everything went to hell. Um, but then there, there are the positive sides to things. You know, this year was a year of a year of a lot of things that actually have gone in my favour that I actually didn't expect them to. You know, for example uh aura guardians um i've had such a personal attachment to this team from ever since i started streaming uh two two and a half years ago and you know to be in the position now of leading this team and owning the team and and, and developing the team um has been an opportunity that has been stressful at times for you know i'm not going to deny that um but 
overall, uh, you know, we've created a very strong, um, well-oiled uh, uh, group of uh, what I could consider friends. Um, you know, we, we all uh, talk to each other and chat and everything. It's not just about streaming, um, which is so very important to me. And um, so that's been a, a huge success, personal success. Um, the second half of this year has been challenging for AG, you know, as the pandemic's gotten a lot more intense. Uh, a number of our management and and uh, even team members have had to deal with change of jobs, increase in workload, you know, loss of jobs, etc. We've seen people leave the team. We've seen people join the team, um, and that comes with growth. That's with um, uh, uh, with change, and, yeah. you know. Um, so that that's that side of things, and it's. I need to say thank you to everyone on the team both past and present. Um, it's been uh, an interesting year to deal with, um, but as a team, we've managed to keep it together. Um, you know, I couldn't do what I do without people like Charming and Silent. Um, you know, I couldn't do what I do without Riley. Um, you know, we're both on a personal, <laughs> personal streaming level and, and an Aura Guardians level. Um, you know, uh, Cinder, obviously, um, when he has been on the AuraCast and doing uh, that stuff. And, you know, anyone else who's joined the team, um, it, it's been it's been wonderful. You know, I'm, I'm not perfect uh, by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, I claim to be a mess and everyone knows that. <laughs> uh, it's part of the charm. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's been a challenging year for everyone. And, and so hopefully 2021, um, I need to reiterate something I say a lot uh, even in my stream is that don't expect January the 1st, everything to be sunshine and roses, but let's hope that 21, that 2021 is actually a shift in a positive direction. Um, yeah. on a personal level, I couldn't be where I am without Danny. Um, and, and he has been my rock through pretty much the ups and downs of everything. Um, you know, yes. Hi. Um, <laughs> hi. <laughs> such a dork um and so you know um and pedal um as well um but uh so you know it's it, next year we're going to push this team in a, 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 a in a different direction in that it's going to be uh, a more uniting uh force we're going to try and do some more co uh, collab stuff um you know i also want to just do a bit of a shout out to juju um, it's been a very positive relationship with them um you know and that's something i want to develop more in 2021 and actually put some more effort into um so you know uh that's a conversation i'll be having with them at some stage um so that you know there's that the the, the my personal growth in regards to streaming especially this last six months has been just out of this world it's been it's gone yeah. from small growth to almost scary growth um in a lot of ways but you know i guess that comes with actually putting the effort in and having the time to do it as well yeah um so that's something that i'm going to be focusing on in 2021 um it, look it I've been very remiss of saying this. It's been brought up many times, uh, even very early on. And, you know, I appreciate the support and the things that the people have said to me and that. Um, 
I would be lying if I said anything else. I do have a very ambitious goal in 2021, and that's Twitch partnership. It's something that I've wanted. Um, I think, you know, uh, potentially. I mean, I don't look at myself that highly, if that makes sense, but, you know, it's something that I want to try and push towards. Um, uh, if it doesn't happen, so be it. I'm still, I still enjoy what I do, but it's something that is a massive goal for me at the end of the day. It's not... And it's not the end of the journey as well. It's just another big step. Um, yeah. You know, and I think it's also that level of recognition. Um, you know, the, the, I've always, as much as I worked my butt off to get to where I am with Aura Guardians and that, there's also that side of me that goes, having a stream team, an official stream team, um, is usually reserved for partners. And circumstance meant that I was able to take that opportunity. Um, some would call that unfair, um, but I guess it's also from the other perspective, it's a move that I made on a on a personal level. Um, I seen seen an opportunity and I took it. Um, so yeah, that's something definitely I want to I want to sort of work towards next year. Um, and I've seen a lot of people who I know very closely uh, achieve that this year, so it kind of fires me up even more so to sort of focus on it next year. Uh, other than that, nothing really like. I just want to. I just want to play games and have fun and be stupid. That, that's my... what it comes down to. Same thing. I'm going to continue to be doing. Uh, like you know, I, uh, as much as I have sort of turned this into a full time thing at the moment, it still hasn't changed me who I am. I'm still an idiot, and that's not going to change. <laughs> so you know, yeah. It, it's it's 2021 is going to be an interesting year. We don't know what's going to happen, um, but I know that what has happened is. Both of us have had plenty of opportunities um, for different reasons. Um, when in 2020 we streamed together, I'm not streaming 2020, Danny. I assume we mean 2021. <laughs> um, Sorry, yeah, like... it's 2020. You've missed the boat. The boat sailed. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, we both have plenty of opportunities, um, sponsorships or otherwise, like stream teams. Um, like without Beast's invitation, I wouldn't be in the, on this stream right now. So like, there's so many people, like friends that I've met along the way, friend, people I'm still friends with now. Like I've got the original three people that I've um, spoke to in the first few days of me streaming back in September, 2018, that being Afro, uh, Super Wild Lord of Bomber Blue Shirt, just drop names. Um, like I've got Riley who supports me on a regular basis. I've got All Guardians, um, got um, Side Shoutout, Pokehaven, who's now officially a stream team. Wait. Um, and so that's the one that's so that's the one thing that I want to point out too is that I have no and as 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 the stream team owner and leader, I have no issue with working with other communities. Um, I know yeah. some places are just so dead against it, and I just I just don't get that. You know, if there's if there's an opportunity to work in a collaborative way or exchange ideas or or you know or, or highlight you know what others are doing i don't see that as a negative i see that as a very positive and a very yeah. healthy growth thing um you know and it's like even when people join the team and that um you know i ask them can they tick stats uh and the main reason is to open up opportunities for us i it's not that i'm monitoring whether you're streaming two days three days five days you know 12 hours two hours not stream for six decades you know it's it makes no difference to me, you know, it's more so yeah. for opportunities. And, you know, I, I, I don't need to know what you're doing specifically, but it's always always interesting, you know, and for, just to pull the curtain back behind sort of the, the stream team side of things is that I 
once a month put up the stats for how much we have streamed and how many followers we got as a team and all this stuff, just I was, to I was see that, yeah. and some of the just insanity of like how much minutes have been watched by the like the the viewers and how many followers we've gained as a team and just all these crazy figures it's like you know it's insane to see um it's a thing to celebrate like it, everyone's working towards their own goal for their own reasons uh in their own way and like i have made, talking on a very personal like no like as regards to my twitch stuff um i'm fully aware that um, i alongside a lot of other people in on twitch in general mm. have had uh, a very slow but very joyful growth if that makes sense like yeah. i i'm not so person um i know people out there that are and that's a different thing entirely but everyone does it for their own reasons i'm not the type of person to in the nicest way possible care much about how many people watch yeah because it just has been and always will be just a fun thing for me to do but so that's um, a, that's that natural people getting you you're not putting on a, a persona if that makes sense to gain mm. viewership it, it's it's genuinely you which is exactly the same as me and pr everyone on the team is like that we don't yeah. put on a persona of who we are I mean, I'd be lying if I like I didn't if if, if I said it wasn't like a very slightly over exaggerated version of me. Like, I mean, uh, look, yeah. I mean, I'll take things and run with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like there have been streams where like I've been a bit more energetic, and there's streams where I've been a bit more laid back. And yeah. that's not to say that one's more me than the other, because they're both me. Yeah. It's just like a different way, different streams call for different um, ways of approaching them. Like if I was to do uh, Pokemon shiny hunting, that's a very laid back thing unless something funny is happening. Um, but like a playthrough, I'm very invested in the game, very invested in what happens. Something happens, I'm like whoa, look at that. But it's still me, and the fact that people even want to stay and watch me in general is such a weird, weird thing. Um, and like years ago, I used to care so much about what people think. Like if I walk to a room full of people I don't know, what's the first thing they think of me? Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and that, that's the thing, you know, I, I, I don't, I got, I think that's helped me with Twitch a lot. I mean, you get trolls and shit like that and that happens, yeah. but it's, um, look, I've not been in chat, but you don't have to call me a troll. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, I think it's given, given me a bit more of a thick skin when it comes to people judging me. I'm at a point where I'm just like, I don't, I don't care what you think of me. If you enjoy what I do and you, and you have fun, and, and that's exactly what I want out of this. But at the end of the day, if, uh, if you uh, don't like my personality, that, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. You know, if you're judging me, I don't care. Fine. Be like that. You There's know? plenty of other people for you to watch. Like. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, and not everyone's going to get it, and you can't please everyone. And that's not just exactly. in streaming; that's just in general. You know, you, you, if you're going out to aim to please everyone, you are going to fall flat on your face, and it's really toxic to your own health. Um, the CD project. Oh. Um. Uh. So yeah, before we go on and sort of wrap everything up, I will. T uh, seeing Matthias has very kindly sort of like thrown it in the chat for me. Um, I will I will talk about Juju. I did mention Juju before, but Juju is one of our partners. Um, yeah, we sure. uh, partnered with uh, Juju Energy, and they are amazing. Um, I I have actually been drinking Juju during the the stream. Um, oh. I've been having what did I have? Was it great? Yeah, it's great. Um, so I got my grape Juju, which are oh, interesting news. Um. Horchata's out at the moment. They've run out of stock, uh, so they will be restocking it at some stage, which is the Mexican milk drink flavor one. It's really uh, popular. Uh, they are retiring Lemon Drop, which I'm so sad oh. about. And oh. Danny is devastated because that's one of his favorites. 
Um, but they are bringing another flavor in to replace it, uh, like a lemonade flavor. So that's going to be interesting. Um, and I, I, there's there's a there's a new flavor coming out in January. Ooh. Danny's not impressed, but that's not because of Juju. It's just he doesn't generally like that flavor. But I am very excited. I can't say any more than that. So interesting. interesting. Um. So yeah. Uh. Other than that. Um. That yeah. So it's it's very good for you. It's it, vitamins, minerals. Um, it's got uh, Lutamax in it, which is good for your eyes. Um, you know, if you spend a lot of time looking at the computer, uh, you got that blue light that comes from your computer. It can be very damaging to your eyes, um, so it helps with that. Um, it's uh, low sugar. Um, it's good for you if uh, compatible with um, keto and things like that as well. If you like low carb and that diets and stuff. Um, so yeah, and uh, they're just they're just getting bigger and bigger as a company um it's growing even in the time that i've been associated with them uh, as part of ag so yeah um if you want to check it out you can go to their website it's jujuenergy.com um and you can use ag fam for 10 percent uh discount uh and we get a commission out of that so it helps us do stuff as well as well um but yeah it's it's good um what else so yeah that's juju make sure you check that out um so yeah, I, we, yeah um, final note on twenty twenty and moving into twenty twenty one. Go final thing you want to say. Okay, first and foremost, uh, Cinder's talking about personal growth in his own life. I also just want to say, and I would be very remiss if I didn't say this, and a few people would be very disappointed if I didn't bring this up. Um, in that, uh, I'm very proud of Cinder on a on a serious note, but I'm also very proud of Cinder on another note. You know, Cinder came to terms with something in the last couple of days, and. Um, He's, he's cringing. I can see. Yeah, he ca yeah. he came to terms in the last couple of days, and there was a tweet, and there's a mentions of it in AG and that. But uh, we've established that Cinder has come to terms with the fact that he's a dick dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Clarification: My phone is right. It's all right. It's a quack. It's fine. Oh no, we don't talk about quackers. <laughs> but the, uh, no, there was a bit of a joke going around. Riley very funnily. Uh, some somehow I got into uh, Luke's phone and tweeted. I knew he had it. I uh, just didn't know where he was living. Uh, yeah, what he was doing. Well, there you go. And he tweeted a thing saying that he was a dick dick, which is a, like a little like rodent uh, kangaroo wallaby deer thing. It's kind of weird looking. Um, I mean that explains everything. Um, <laughs> oh, um, so yeah, that was a that was a startling revelation. I had to make a mention to it because I'm sure Riley will greatly appreciate me doing so. For those uh, that are wondering why my Discord picture is still of a dick dick, that oh hold on, right? Is it still of a dick wallpaper? Dick? Yeah, that's a dick dick. Uh, so yeah, that, uh, but yeah, final note, twenty twenty going. To um, so yeah, on a serious note now, or semi semi serious because nothing I say is serious. Um, next year. So there will be will be there will be a lull uh, for the next couple of weeks over the holidays. Doesn't mean that you can't be in the Discord and chat and all that, you know. Um, there, we will be going full force into next year. Um, I am going to say this much. I haven't discussed this with any of the management. This is me just pulling my ownership powers. Oh. I would say keep your eyes open and just. I'll be around. I'll be looking. Let's just say January might see an addition. 
Oh, snap. All right. So, uh, I can literally read what Reach is writing there and picture that freaking duck thing or geese or whatever is your favorite gift that I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so keep your eye out for that. If you are aspiring to be on the AG team, there's not going to necessarily be an official like recruitment challenge to, at the start of the year, but I will be watching. Um, and you know, I have some people on my list who I have been watching for a while and I think would be great fits for the team. If you want to join, just keep doing your thing. Just be yourself. And- yeah, exactly. Don't don't be shy. Talk in the Discord. You know, yeah. you don't have to be. You don't have to be. Here's the other thing. You don't have to be super active. It, it it's. It's not, I don't look at, I don't measure that kind of stuff, you know, it's it's more so about supporting each other, you know, and I don't mean, you know, lurking and everyone's, if you want to do that, awesome, you know, that's great. It's yeah. not, it's not something I quantify, it's just that I like to see people actually genuinely support each other on a, on a, a more personal level as opposed to exchange of numbers, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um... Uh, so yeah, I, I be sees all, bees knows all, be knows all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, on behalf of uh, both of us here and everyone, like in the Guardians, uh, both Madfin, just everyone, like Auracast became a thing this year. Like, thank you for all the support you've shown for it because because the support's been shown for it, we're now on um, here, we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Music, we're on another one that I can't remember. Google. Um, that's one uh and that wouldn't be possible and we wouldn't get listeners for the fact if it weren't for the fact that you're not spoiling in the first place so just want to throw the thanks out there and just like just keep being yourselves 2020 was a weird year but 2021 is surely going to be a year of many opportunities and it's just up to us to take them really exactly. that's all i have to say so i think it's a good point to wrap up um you know, it, it's it's been a hell of a year. It's had some positives. It's had some negatives. Boy, has it had some negatives, but we've had some positives. <laughs> Cling on to the positives. 2021, AG is going to continue to grow, continue to uh, add to, continue to build, continue to create. Um, and, you know, I want it to be a very inclusive, open, friendly community um, and team. And, you know, um, most importantly, thank you for supporting uh, the team, the the AuraCast, um, and each other. Um, and most importantly, have a wonderful holiday break. Have a wonderful yeah. New Year's. Behave. Or don't, <laughs> or don't behave, as long as you're safe. That's the main thing. Um, One thing I always tell is behave, but if you don't behave, don't get caught, you'll be fine. Oh, good lord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do that for me. Um, um, and... Yeah. The other thing is just look after yourselves. Um, we're still living in very dangerous times. Um, and, you know, uh, don't be shy. Be around the Discord. Um, and, yeah, just take and, care. Yeah, we'll get through this. We, we, we all will. So, anyway, for the last time in 2020, this has been Dragon Beast. And this has been Cinder. Thank you very much for watching. And we will see you in 2021. And he didn't say about Gen 4 Remake, so I'm going to. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys.